0: You're listening to the Marketing to Millions podcast, the only show to give you real, raw, behind-the-scenes tools and marketing strategies to create a thriving online coaching business. I'm your host, Liz Bohr, a girl who traded in her corporate climbing career to help ambitious thought leaders create a bigger impact using effective and intentional digital marketing strategies. Thanks for listening in. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's dive into today's show. you're in the business of making money, right? Hopefully you said yes. So as an online business owner, you need a place to send people to explain your products and services that inspire them to buy. This is what we call a sales page. The tricky part is your sales page has to grab attention and keep it. It has to be informative, build trust, and motivate your reader all at the same time. And if your sales page isn't optimized for conversions, I hate to bring it to you, but the truth is you're losing money. Losing money doesn't have to be just money spent on paid advertising. You could be losing time and energy. Let me explain. I believe time and energy is money. If you are spending time and, therefore, energy to promote your products via word of mouth, Instagram, maybe your stories or a reel, or paid advertising, and you're sending traffic to your sales page that isn't optimized? Friend, you're losing money. So to help make sure you don't lose money or your mind trying to write your sales page, I am going to share with you how I write and design high converting sales pages so you can steal some of these secrets. It's time you start funneling a steady stream of people to your sales page with people that will actually buy from you. At the end, I'll give you a checklist so that you can assess the health of your sales page on your own. So stick around for that. Before I get ahead of myself, let's make sure to understand what a sales page is. In the simplest terms, a sales page is a landing page that has a primary goal of getting people to convert into a paying customer. Your standalone sales page will specifically sell one offer and one offer only. Now that we are on the same page, let's dive in. Okay, so you created a great product or a product idea that you want to sell or pre-sell. That's seriously so awesome. But a product isn't worth anything if you can't help your perfect customer understand why they need it. Imagine trying to sell a house without posting photos of the inside with your listing. People won't make an offer because you didn't post any pictures of the amazing kitchen, the killer master suite, or the well-landscaped backyard, so they can't visualize themselves living in the home. Just like your home, your offer might be amazing, but your audience lacks the awareness to know if it is right for them and how it will make their life better. This brings us to my first point. First and foremost, before putting pen to paper or your fingers to a keyboard for your sales page, you absolutely must understand who your product is the perfect fit for, why they need it, and how it will help them. I walk most of my clients through an exercise to create a customer persona, aka a fictional person that represents your very real customer. That includes a series of questions. So here is a short sample of the key questions you will want to understand before you start writing your sales page. Number one, why is my buyer struggling with this right now? Number two, what motivates them to make decisions? Number three, Who are they influenced by? Four, what do they want most? And five, what is holding them back from achieving it? If you are just starting out, you might not be able to answer all of these questions yet because you haven't collected enough data or feedback from your customers. But don't worry, there are some ways you can collect data before you start selling. Some options that tend to work well are, you could pull your audience on social media. If you are inside of a Facebook group that includes your ideal buyers and they allow you to ask questions, you could create a Google form or simply just ask people to fill it out and maybe get on a research call with you. Maybe you offer them a small gift to their favorite coffee shop as a thank you for their time and feedback. And lastly, find a proof of your perfect customer by looking for other people that are selling to a similar audience. Study their sales pages, websites, and social media content to try to better understand how they are speaking to their customers and educating them on their products and services. This may take you some time, but the better you understand your buyer, the better marketer you will be, resulting in making you a bigger impact. Want to stand out or make more sales? Go through this exercise every few months. It will take you some time and your buyer persona may shift. So if you are just getting started, don't worry if you don't have all of the answers just yet. The purpose of the buyer persona is really to better understand what influences your buyer, both internally and externally, to make decisions the pain points they might be experiencing right now, any challenges they are going through, and ultimately what motivates them so you can craft copy that addresses each one of these areas. Now, the reason to define your buyer persona first is because once you know the pains and desires of your perfect customer, defining your unique value proposition becomes pretty simple. This is how you become the person that gets their customer to say things like, Oh my gosh, I felt like you were speaking directly to me. If you want an easy-to-write value proposition for your offer, think about what your offer does and who it is for. Over on the show notes page, lisboer.com forward slash episode 28, I have included a few fill-in-the-blank formulas that you can try on your own. Now begins the fun part. It is time to start writing your sales page. Although most people might tell you the natural first step when you begin putting words on paper is to write your headline. But I have found that for most people, the headline is the hardest part. So before you end up staring at a blinking cursor for hours overwhelmed with what your headline should be, this is your permission to leave the headline for the end. Your headline is crucially important because it sets the tone for the rest of your page. So we have to get this one right. In episode seven, I break down copy do's and don'ts to help you write better copy and convert more people. The goal of your headline is to spark curiosity for your reader by speaking to both the problem your customer is facing and also the result they'd like to achieve. In the section immediately following your headline, you have two choices. You can dig into your buyer's biggest problem or you can paint a picture for them of how good things could get if they solved their problem. Whatever path you choose, the goal is to help them see why they can't continue doing what they are doing. When it comes time to introduce your offer, you must include the following. Your offer name, a statement that describes the result your offer helps your reader achieve, a visual mock-up of your offer. Hint, hint, visuals are a great way to increase the perceived value of your offer. Once your offer is introduced, you can go into more details about the specifics. Think of this like meeting someone new for the first time. You always introduce yourself with your name before sharing any other information about yourself. Next up, the breakdown. Cue the dance party. I should have inserted my favorite dance party song here. Some 90s style throwbacks. Dang it, (laughs) what a missed opportunity. Now that I have you starting to think about your favorite dance party mix, let's break down the things to include in the details section of your sales page. You will want to be as specific as possible in this section because this will be the section that you share everything that is included, all of the goodies included in your offer. Bullet points are a great option here. I also love to point to the specific result of each feature that is included so that you are focusing on the benefit, not just the feature. If you aren't sure if your sales page has everything that you need to convert at the level you desire, I created a simple optimized sales page scorecard for you so make sure you don't miss any crucial sections. You can download it for free at lisboer.com forward slash episode 28. If you are ready for an optimized sales page, well, this scorecard helps you to add or confirm the sales page essentials with a checklist. And then it spits out your score with a list of improvements customized to your own sales page so that your page can finally be optimized. I kind of geeked out over this one, so hopefully you think it is as cool as I do. I encourage you to dig deep in this section. No surface level junk. You are so much better than that. Think. How will your product save time, money, or effort for your buyers? Some people will be ready to buy the minute they land on your page, so be sure to intentionally place your buy now call to action buttons in an eye-catching color throughout your sales page. Others, well, they will need some more time to decide. So the rest of your sales page will be to help those people that need more time to decide if your offer is right for them or not. You do this by using inviting language, language that helps your reader know that you understand them. Make them feel like you get them by sharing personal examples of how you used to be in their shoes and give them hope with relatable testimonials. Nobody likes to feel the weight of the world on their shoulders by being burdened with should statements. You know, the ones that say you should do this, you should do that. Instead, try addressing your readers with we statements that will help them to feel a sense of togetherness. The two heads are better than one type of thing. My favorite way to help people self-qualify if the offer is right for them is to literally tell them. Use a who is this for section in big bold letters to outline who you had in mind when you created this offer. And if you have a seasoned offer, meaning one that you have successfully sold before, you can also include the type of people that have had success with your offer. People really love seeing themselves in other people's success stories. Use names and personal photos to build credibility and trust. Avi, get permission first, please. At this point, your reader is getting to the end of your sales page, and if they haven't purchased yet, they are probably thinking of about 10 reasons not to buy. Have you ever done that? I remember one time when I was planning a trip up to the mountains that I was so excited for, But when I went to purchase my ticket, the prices for flights had increased by a few hundred dollars that I immediately started thinking of all of the reasons I shouldn't pay that price for the trip. It's a brutal mind scramble we all play. So be sure to think of as many objections people might have when it comes to buying and include them in at least one or two sections on your sales page. Make sure your FAQ section is one of them. Now it's time to help nudge the fence sitters in the right direction. So you could also incentivize them with some time sensitive bonuses using a tool like Deadline Funnel or offer an exclusive deal for more intimate experience. The thing to keep in mind here is what will motivate them. Going back to all the way to the beginning when we talked about the motivations of your buyer, not everyone is motivated by money or price, so you may want to consider other ways to motivate people and build trust. Lastly, I will leave you with this one very, 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 very important reminder to always include a final call to action at the bottom of your page. I'm talking like the very, very bottom, like when they get all the way to the end. I can't tell you how many times I have refreshed sales page copy for people, and the first thing I always add is the final call to action at the bottom of the page. There is literally nothing worse than having your reader get all the way to the bottom of the page, super excited, ready to buy, only to force them to scroll back Up the page and frantically search to find the checkout button. Honestly, this is the fastest way to lose a sale. The hardest thing your reader should have to do when they decide to purchase is click the buy now button. Like literally just one click of the finger. That's the hardest thing they should have to do. Which is really easy, so you get my gist. Do your reader a favor and include a final call to action at the bottom of your page with easy access to your checkout cart. Don't forget, just as I mentioned in the three essential parts of a high converting landing page for your opt-in registrations episode three, your call to action buttons on your entire page should be bright, bold colors that complement but stand out from your brand colors. Listen, I know this can be all a little bit overwhelming and it takes time to craft a high performing sales page, which is why I created the optimized sales page scorecard. You can find at Liz dot.com forward slash episode 28 to help you score your own sales page and get a list of things to improve so that you can easily optimize your sales page, increase traffic, and get more conversions. If you are someone that has a sales page or might need one in the future, the optimized sales page scorecard will set you up for success. If you want, when you finish scoring your sales page, tag me on Instagram at lizboer underscore com with your rating. I'd love to see your before and after results. That's all for now, friend. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Hey there. What did you think of that episode? If you enjoyed it, here are a few free ways to help support the show. First, you can hit the follow button so you never miss a new episode or any bonus episodes that I create for timely advice. Secondly, if you screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram at lizboer underscore com, you'll be entered to win a special prize. And the prizes are really good. And lastly, reviews are one of the best ways to provide social proof to others that this show is worth a listen. Plus, it gives me an idea of the content that is most helpful to you. Feel free to include your podcast or Instagram name. I'll give you a shout out during a future episode for more exposure to you and your brand. A huge, huge thank you in advance.